We have a very unique halacha Hanukkah. The Gemara says, If someone is away from home and he's traveling, and he doesn't have the ability to light the menorah, and now he passes by a house and he sees in the window the candles that are lit from someone else's menorah, he makes the bracha, And this is a very unusual din. We don't find this halacha elsewhere. When I see someone else putting on tefillin or taking a lulav or eating matzah on Pesach, I don't make the bracha. So why only on Hanukkah do I make the bracha when I see someone else do the mitzvah? What's the difference? Sikdushas Levi explains that Hanukkah is the yontav of seeing. Different me'adim correspond to our different senses. On Purim, for example, our hearing is heightened as we listen to the Megillah. On Pesach, our sense of taste is sharpened when we eat matzah and marah. On Hanukkah, he says, we evaluate our sense of sight, testing how well we see. And that is why, when we see a menorah, we already can make a bracha. And it's not just our physical sight that gets enhanced on Hanukkah, it's even deeper than that. One of the wondrous miracles of Matan Torah was that the Eden's sense of sight was used for sounds. The Pasik says, Kal Yisrael saw the voices, saw the sounds. Why was that miracle necessary? The Bnei Sascha explains that Hashem knew that there was only going to be one Mamad Har Sinai. And that Har Sinai experience was supposed to endure and stay etched into the minds and the consciousness of Kal Yisrael throughout all the generations. Therefore, Hashem converted their sense of sight into hearing. So later on, when their offspring and all the subsequent generations would hear about the incredible revelation that took place on Har Sinai from their fathers and their grandfathers, it would be clear and vivid in their minds as if they saw it themselves. And perhaps that is why in Hanukkah, when our sense of vision intensifies, it's not only our physical sight that becomes enhanced, but also our vision, meaning our goals, our aspirations, and our objectives become intensified and elevated in Hanukkah so that we can tap into it throughout the year. So I want to share with you a fascinating story with the Panovicherov. This story goes back about 60, 70 years ago. So this two yeshiva bacharim went to Bnei Barak to visit the Chazanish. They're walking around, and from a distance they see from the top of the hill a lantern swinging back and forth. So it looked a little strange to them, so they decided to investigate. They run up the hill to check it out. They get to the top, and they can't believe their eyes. They see over there none other than the Panovicherov. He's there standing on top of the mountain holding a lantern and looking around. So the boys go over to him and ask him, Rabbi, are you looking for something? Perhaps we can help you find it. He tells the boys, I'm not looking for anything. I'm looking at something. And the boys look around and all they see is stones. So they ask the Rav, we don't see anything. What are you looking at? And the Panovich Rav tells them, look over there. You don't see a besmedish over there, which will house 650 students. And look on the other side. I see a beautiful dining room, which will allow the boys to eat the Bederich covered so they don't have to embarrass themselves going into town to find meals. And on the other side, I see a dormitory with beautiful beds and furniture so the boys can rest and rejuvenate to learn the next day with Menucha. And the boys were thinking, Oy, Nebuch, the Rav went through so much during the Holocaust that he's tragically entered into a world of delusion. 
and they left feeling very sad for him. A few years later, when the Panovich Yeshiva was built, with all the splendor and the glory, one of the boys went over to visit the Yeshiva, and he approached the Rav, and he asked them, Do you remember me from the top of the mountain? And he looked at him, and he said, Of course I remember you. And he proceeded to give him a tour of the magnificent building. And he showed him the Bismedish and the Svarim room. And he took him to the dining room and then to the dorm. And he showed him, look how beautiful we decorated each room. Each bed has a bedspread and cubbies and it's beautiful. And after 20 minutes on the tour, the man turns to the Panovich and he tells him, Rabbi, please stop the tour. I don't have any money. I can't give you a check for the yeshiva. You're wasting your time. And the Panovich face turned pale. And he tells the, the man, Do you think I showed you around because I want your money? The reason I wanted to show you this building is because I remember your face. When you were standing on the top of the mountain, how you and your friend looked at me when I told you about my vision for the yeshiva. And you must have thought to yourself, This old man has lost his mind. How can he at this age accomplish so much? And who can blame you for thinking that way? But I want to tell you something. If one person puts his heart and soul into something and yearns to accomplish for the honor of Hashem, no matter how implausible it may seem, Hashem will help him make it happen. And that is what I wanted to demonstrate to you today. Talk about having the proper objectives. From that vision, the world of Panovich with tens of thousands of Talmidim were created. And as we take leave of Hanukkah, let the vision and the perspectives we gain during Hanukkah last throughout the winter and beyond. Until we are Zohar to the ultimate light of Mashiach speedily in our days. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.